All right. Yeah. So we're gonna start off with uh, a little poem called "The World of Scripture." That's welcome to my world, a place where the natural eyes can't see, where your physical bodies can't be, where the last is first, the first is last, the end is told from the beginning, when it appears as though one is losing, they're actually winning. Where trumpets are depicted as voices, the persecuted righteous don't complain, but actually rejoices. Here, swords are likened to the word, or demons of birth, the dead are yet alive, and living are actually dead. Blood and flesh are even depicted as wine and bread. It's a place where in the humble are depicted as poor, and the poorer one becomes, they're later found to be that much richer. I'm speaking of no other place but the awesome world of scripture. So please turn off your phones, perk up your ears, and get ready to listen for the Rock Hockadash is about to begin to. All right, so today we have our, uh, another lesson concerning scriptural philosophy. You know, uh, philosophy is in. Um, a subject that you often oftentimes hear spoken on you know uh in in y'all's uh circles of teaching but uh it is necessary you know um because if you don't have a firm foundation you know then you may be building on sinking sinking sand i mean and, you know so uh i like to do a little scriptural philosophy every now and again now Seeing that a lot of people have trouble with philosophy, you may want to pull out your rubber boots, the tall ones, you know. Uh, you know, water may get a little deep here and there, you know what I mean? So, you know, just in case, you know, you have them on, if it's something that you can't quite handle right now, just put it on the shelf and pray that God will go to you a little later. Uh, you, you know, uh, of course, you can always, you know, ask questions or uh, get with me and I'll do my best to help uh, help you to understand it. No, it's not. So, I'm going to start off with the statement that Elohim is love. You know, and we're taught this in First Yoke now, 4 8. It speaks about Yah being love. And over the, uh, the last the last time, you know, we had the scriptural philosophy uh, session, the last time we spoke about love. And we spoke about how there's four types of love, you know, that scripture speaks of. Amen. Amen. You know, and we spoke about two being of Yah and two being of the world. You know, and the, uh, the love of Yah is the first love is a, actually a love of Elohim, a love of a love of Yah. You know, and the second love that stems from Elohim is a love for your neighbor. You know, loving your neighbor as you love yourself. And the third was love of self you know and this was this was a type of love you know um that you know that stems from you you know it's all about you it's all about you and yours and then the last or fourth type of love was the love of the world you know now we spoke about how everything that one does no matter what it is, everything one does, everything one says, is motivated by one of these types of love. And so you have to understand that this, you know, this is very, this is very, a very pivotal concept to understand. You know, because at the end of the day, everything we say to do is motivated by one of these loves, but two of them are of the world and will lead you straight to the bottom of the world. And the other two, you know, will lead you to Yah. Amen? Amen. 
you know, so, you know, you really need to consider which of these loves are motivating you. Which of these loves are behind most of your actions and sayings, you know, and then we have First Yoke Nine One Five, which teaches us that Elohim is also light. Elohim is light, and in Him there is no darkness at all. Amen. Amen. You know, and so we here it is. We have Elohim is love, and Elohim is light. You know, and this is uh, also a very important concept that we didn't get into last time, but we're going to get in today. We're going to get into the light. Now, of course, uh, we spoke about love, the love of Elohim and the light of Elohim. Elohim that's love and Elohim that's light being one. You know, we, we spoke about them being one, but they're not one like these two are one. They're actually one like these two are one which, uh, you know, scripture teaches, you know, when a man and a woman marry, they shall become one, you know? And so they're more so one in this sense. Now, we spoke about how them being one, you know, and how they work together could be likened unto the sun, amen? You know, um, love speaks to the heat whereas wisdom speaks to the light you know and just like you can't get heat without light you can't and you can't get light without heat neither can you separate the two they are one so the two are one the two have become one and so uh Yah is both heat and he is light. Elohim is heat, Elohim is light. This is scriptural, right? You know, now we also spoke about the greatest of these two being love. And love is the greatest, you know, and love, you know, is everything stems out of love, you know. Everything stems out of the love of Elohim, including the light or wisdom. Now, as I said, we're going to talk about that light today. So we're going to talk about a mother called wisdom. You know, and the book of wisdom, you know, what what um, better place to learn about wisdom than the book of wisdom, my man? <laughs> so we go to the book of wisdom. And in chapter 7, verses 11 and 12, it says, All good things together came to me with her, and innumerable riches in her hand. And I rejoiced in them all, because wisdom goeth before them, and I knew not that she was the mother of them all. Now, so here it is. We have a statement that's telling us that all good things um, that the author ever experienced together came to him with wisdom, you know, and that he learned that she was the mother of, 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 of them. She was the mother of good things, you know. Well, Yahshua teaches us in Mark 10, 18, 
And he says, it says, and Yahushua said unto him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one. That is Elohim. You know, and so what I'm trying to trying to point out is how wisdom is always with Elohim. You know, uh, and even as she is the mother of good things and all good things are of Elohim, she is likened unto Elohim. You know, and she is a mother. Hence, we read in Luke 7, 35, it says, but wisdom is justified of all her children. You know, and in Sirach, you know, um, 4, 11 through 14, it says, wisdom exalteth her children and lay up hold of them that seek her. He that loveth her, loveth life. And they that seek her early shall be filled with joy. He that hold hold of her fast shall inherit glory and wheresoever she entereth, the Adonai will bless they that serve her minister to the holy one and them that love her the Adonai do of love so here it is we see that wisdom truly is a mother she exalted her children you know if you love wisdom you love life because through her life comes and you know says that he who holdeth her fast shall inherit glory and that if you serve her you're serving the holy one so you know i pray that you can see how essential wisdom is <clears throat> you know proverbs 3 19 and 20 you know, let me have my first reader read Proverbs 3, 19 and 20, and then drop down to Wisdom 7, 24 through 30. Proverbs 3, 19 and 20, Yahuwah, by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. Wisdom 24 through 30, for wisdom is more moving than any motion. She passes and goeth through all things by reason of her pureness. For she is the breath of the power of Elohim and a pure influence flowing from the glory of the Almighty. Therefore can no defiled thing fall into her. For she is the brightness of the everlasting light, the unspotted mirror of the power of Elohim and the image of his goodness. And being but one, she can do all things. And remaining in herself, she maketh all things new. And in all ages entering into holy souls, she maketh the friends of Elohim and prophets. For Elohim loveth none but him that dwelleth with wisdom. For she is more beautiful than the sun and above all the order of the stars. Being compared with the light, she is found before it. For after this cometh night, but vice shall not prevail against wisdom. Hallelujah. Okay, so we see that mother wisdom has attributes of Elohim. Amen. You know, um, we're told in uh, Proverbs 3.19, it says, Yahuwah by wisdom even founded the earth. You know, by understanding have he established the heavens and by his knowledge, the depths are broken up. And all those, those are also attributes of wisdom. You know, um, understanding and knowledge are actually attributes of wisdom. You know, uh, uh, wisdom chapter 7 um, verses 24 through 30 told us that wisdom is more moving than any emotion. So that means she's more alive than anything. 
says, for she is the breath of the power of Elohim. You know, um, verse 26 told us that she is the brightness of the everlasting light. Hallelujah. You know, so, you know, you don't get no brighter than wisdom. She's the brightest light of all lights. She is the brightness of the everlasting light. It says um, in verse 27 that even though she's but one, she can do all things. And get this. It says she makes all things new, but it says in all ages, in all ages, entering into holy souls, she makes them friends of Elohim and prophets. That's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty heavy, right? Yeah. You know, it says, for Elohim love of none but him that dwelleth with wisdom. So if you don't have wisdom with you, Yah doesn't love you. Mm. He loveth none but him that dwelleth with wisdom. Yeah. You better get you some. Yeah. Otherwise, he's not going to hang out with you. Yeah. Says she is more beautiful than the sun. And above all the order of the of stars, being compared with the light, she is found before. She outshines nature's lights, even because she is the creator of it. You know, being being compared with the light, she's found before. It says, "For after this come of night." When you think about the natural lights, you know, such as the sun, you know, after it come up night. But she's like Elohim. She's the everlasting light, the brightness of the everlasting light. There is no darkness in her. That's how she's, why she's the brightness of the everlasting light. You can't be the brightness and have darkness too. Not of the everlasting light. Now, it says, but vice shall not prevail against wisdom. You know, it makes this analogy of her being more beautiful than the sun and above all the order of the stars, you know, and being compared with the light, you know, and saying that she is greater. And then it hits you with, but vice shall not prevail against wisdom. You know, so what this is actually, in, in fact, teaching us is that, you know, she's a type of light that speaks to morality she's a type of light that speaks to righteousness this is the type of light wisdom dispenses you know hence we see in ecclesiastes 2 13 it says and i saw that wisdom excels folly as light excels darkness so again you see her being being contrasted with you know natural light spiritual light being contrasted with natural light and making a picture and a case that you know there's a type of morality or righteousness or uh, uh spiritual light that excels foolishness even as light excels darkness you know so you know it's important that you understand that it's not just it's not talking about like the lights that's in this room or even the light of the sun, you know, per se, is speaking about morality, is speaking about 
essentially righteousness. Amen. Everybody with me? Yeah. You know, let us consider James 3.16. Um, let me have my next reader read James um, 3.13 through 16. And then uh, uh, Sirach 19.22 through 24 and Sirach 21.12, please. Who is a wise man and endures with knowledge among you? Let him show out of good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descended not from above, but in is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. Sirach 1922. The knowledge of, of wickedness is not wisdom, neither at any time the counsel of sinner um, prudence. There is wickedness and the same and abomination, and there is a fool waiting in wisdom. He that has small understanding and fearing Elohim is better than one that has much wisdom and transgresses the law of the most high. He that is not wise will not be taught, but there is a wisdom which multiplies bitterness. All right, so um, James essentially teaches us that there's more than one type of wisdom. Amen. You know, there's a wisdom um, from above and a wisdom from below. Amen. You know, now he starts off, he says, who is a wise man and do with knowledge among you? If you're a wise man, he said, let him show out a good conversation. Now, this word conversation, um, uh, I forgot to put it up here, but I believe it's um, a pastrophe, uh, number 390 in, in your Strong's, and it literally means behavior. It literally means behavior. So what, what Yaakov or James is actually saying is, if you're a wise man, then you should show good behavior. Amen? You should show out a good behavior and your works should be with meekness of wisdom. That's if you're a wise man. You know, but he goes on to say, but if you have bitter envying, strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. So you see, there's two types of wisdom. There's one from above and one from below. One that is up from above and is heavenly, and the other is below and earthly or sensual. Amen? You know, and so we want the wisdom from above. Amen? We don't want the lower wisdom. And this is why you oftentimes, you know, will hear me say um, things such as, you know, scripture is my truth. Because I only want the wisdom that came from on high. Yeah. You know, and the wisdom that's, that comes um, from beneath, you know, I don't know, you have some folks that have what, what, um, what I like to refer to as the gift of gab, you know, and they can make it sound really good. Mm. You know, 
but we want to know where our truth come from yes. amen and how to identify it and how to you know identify true wisdom true wisdom will not be void of good behavior say lie you know, Sirach 19.22 um, taught us that the knowledge of wickedness is not wisdom. Neither at any time the counsel of sinners prudence. So in other words, you know, if you know you're dealing with someone that's wicked hmm. or an entity that's wicked or a community or society or what have you, if you know you're dealing with those who are wicked, no matter how good it sounds, it's not wisdom. Neither at any time the counsel of sinners prudence. If you know you're dealing with sinners, then you know it's not prudence. What they're saying is not prudent. Don't be fooled. This is not the wisdom from above. You know, verse 23 said, there is a wickedness and the same an abomination. Even as there's a fool wanting in wisdom says better to have a little understanding and fear Elohim. That's better than one who have a whole lot of wisdom and transgressive the law of the most high because the wisdom that they have is lower wisdom. It's earthly wisdom. Because if they truly had wisdom from on high, then they would understand that you cannot transgress Yah's law. You can't break Yah's laws if you wanted to. All you can do is break yourself on. Mm. And people don't figure it out. They keep breaking themselves on, on, Yah's, on Yah's laws time and time and time again. And, and the world has come up with a, um, with a term for it. You know what they call it? Bad luck. Oh, wow. You know, and, and so the people in the world, they go around and they're like, oh, man, my luck has, you know, my luck is terrible. My luck hasn't been this bad in so long. You know, it's like this bad luck just keep coming my way. No, you're breaking yourselves on Yah's Torah. You're breaking yourselves on his commandments by not doing it. You know, just like gravity. You know, I always go to this analogy because it's just so clear for everyone. Gravity is a law of Elohim. A lot of people tried to break it. All they wound up doing was breaking themselves on it because gravity is still here and it's not going anywhere. Likewise with Yah's everlasting laws. They're not going anywhere. They're permanent. You can't break it, but you can break yourself on it. You know, so... Get some of that wisdom from above, you know, because um, that's a wisdom from below. And Sirach 21.12 taught us that he that is not wise will not be taught. But there is a wisdom which multiplies bitterness. And this is the wisdom that I'm talking about. You know, you know, preferably one, one day somebody wake up and, and, and figure it out. Like, that's not bad luck. That's actually that wisdom from below. That's, you know, misleading one. Amen? You know, here's an example. You know, this is uh, um, 
a quote from uh, I think the guy named Shagazi or something like that it says my description of wisdom has nothing to do with benevolence and righteousness it is to do with being wise in one's own virtue nothing more my description of of being has nothing to do with benevolence and righteousness it is that one should be led by one's innate nature nothing more you know that's earthly wisdom that's earthly wisdom that's the type of wisdom that will bring about bitterness <laughs> you know here's another quote from another guy dallas willard which is in the same vein says the spiritual disciplines are wisdom and not righteousness again this is earthly wisdom but to some folks that may sound that may sound okay. That may sound even may even sound good or, or factual. You know, spiritual disciplines are wisdom and not righteousness. And you cannot separate wisdom and righteousness. They're one and the same. Baruch 3, 9 through 12 says, Hear Israel, Shema Israel, the commandments of life. Hear the commandments of life. Give ear to understand wisdom. How happeneth it, Israel, that thou art thine uh, in thine enemy's land, that thou art waxen old in a strange country, that thou art defiled with the dead, that thou art counted with them that go down into the grave. Thou hast forsaken the fountain of wisdom. You know, see, Israel is in a bad state. You know, they're an accursed people. You know, Yahshua came to, you know, turn things around. You know, but Baruch during his day was trying to get their attention, you know, trying to point them in the way of wisdom. Say, hey, think about it. How you get to this point? You know, how, how did you get to where you're in your enemy's land? Mm. And you're growing old in a strange country and you're defiled with the dead. How you get here? You got here because thou hast forsaken the fountain of wisdom. Well, what is the fountain of wisdom? Glad you asked. Surat 1.5 teaches us. It says, the word of Elohim most high is the fountain of wisdom. And her ways are everlasting commandments. So you see, Wisdom is the brightest of lights, you know, and the word of Elohim is a fountain of wisdom and her ways are everlasting commandments. See, this is why you can't separate righteousness from wisdom because the commandments of Elohim is our righteousness, you know, Yaakov uh, or James 3, 17 and 18 con, uh, continues on and says, but wisdom that is from above, you know, so this is in contrast to the wisdom that was that was from below, that was earthly, that was soulish. But wisdom, the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. 
You know, you can't separate wisdom from righteousness. If you have, truly have wisdom, then you're going to have some fruit of righteousness. You know, this is why, you know, um, Yochanan and Mercer, you know, would tell the, the scribes, Pharisees, and Sadducees, bring forth fruit worthy of repentance. You know, you can't just talk about it. You have to be about it. Consider Deuteronomy 4, 5, and 6. It says, Behold, I have taught you the statutes and judgments, even as Yahuwah my Elohim commanded me, that ye should do so in the land where ye go to possess. Keep therefore and do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations, which shall hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is wise and understanding, um, is a wise and understanding people. Amen. You know, so hereby we're being taught that Yah's statutes and judgment is our wisdom. But you have people now today that teaches that, you know, his statutes and judgments are done away with. You know, so you want to, you want to actually, you want to actually, you know, contemplate that. You know, especially if you believe that, you want to contemplate that. Here it is, you're being told that the, the very thing that's supposed to be our wisdom is done away with. That don't sound right to me. You know, and then, um, you know, just like um, uh, Mr. Dallas, uh, uh, what's his name? You know, what was his name? Willard. Mr. Dallas Willard says, you know, that you know, uh, wisdom and righteousness, two different things. You know, Deuteronomy 6, 24 and 25 says, and Yahuwah commanded us to do all these statutes to fear Yahuwah Elohim for our good always that he might preserve us alive as it is at this day. And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before Yahuwah Elohim as he have commanded us. You know, so you see, contrary to earthly wisdom, you know, Wisdom from above teaches that wisdom and righteousness are um, wisdom. Earthly wisdom teaches that wisdom and righteousness are not congruous. But the fountain of wisdom, i.e. the word of Elohim from above teaches that they are. You know, you can't separate wisdom and righteousness. You know, for the statutes and judgments, you know, of Elohim is meant to be our wisdom. And they're also our righteousness if we observe the doom. Proverbs 4.18 says the path of the righteous is like the morning sun shining ever brighter till the full light of the day. You know, and so what I'm pointing out is that, you know, even as wisdom is light, so is righteousness light because they're inseparable. The path of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter till the full light of day. Also consider Psalms 112.4. It says, even in darkness, light dawns for the upright. For those who are gracious and compassionate and righteous. So even in the darkness, the righteous still have light. Amen? Amen. And then we have Proverbs 13.9. 
The light of the righteous shines brightly, but the lamp of the um, but the lamp of the wicked is snuffed out. You know, the light of the righteous shines brightly, but the lamp of the wicked is snuffed out. You know, so understand what this righteousness from above is. Understand that it is the statutes and the judgments of Elohim. Understand that these are everlasting commandments. They're not going nowhere. They're just like the um, they're just like gravity. They're gonna be around, you know, and you know, you can either obey them or you can break yourselves upon them. Mm. You know, and so I suggest that you 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 obey them. Yes. Let me have my next reader read Wisdom 9, 2 through 4, Baruch 3, 23, Sirach 6, 22, um, Baruch 3, 14 and 15, and Sirach 1, 26 and 27, please. Okay, Wisdom 9, 2, 4. An ordained man grew thy wisdom that he should have dominion over the creatures which thou hast made, and order the world according to iniquity, equity and righteousness and execute judgment with an upright heart. Give me wisdom that sitteth by the throne and reject me not from among thy children. Baruch 3.23. The arcanists that seek wisdom upon earth, the merchants of Marin and, and the heathen and excuse me, the authors of fables and search searches out of understanding. None of these have known a way of wisdom or remember her paths. Sirach 6.22, for wisdom is according to her name and she is not manifested unto many. Baruch 3 to 3.14-15, learn where is wisdom, where is strength, where is understanding that thou mayest know also where is the length of days and life where is the light of the eyes and peace who has found out her place or who have come into her treasure sirach 126 to 27 if thou desire wisdom keep the commandments and the adonai shall give her unto thee for the fear of adonai is wisdom and instruction and faith and meekness are his delight hallelujah Okay, so we started off with Wisdom 9, you know, and it taught us that, you know, that Yah ordained men through wisdom, that he should have dominion over creatures, you know, um, which Yah had made. You know, he did so by um, ordaining man through wisdom, you know, and from from wisdom, you know, there, men are the order of the world according to equity and righteousness, you know, because that's what wisdom is equity and righteousness you know and so man pray give me wisdom that sitteth by thy throne because wisdom is right there with yah you know and it says reject me not from um among thy children because if you don't have the wisdom from above you are not the child of elohim and you are not the ones that he that the ones that he's looking for you know, uh, Baruch 3.23 uh, taught us that, like, 
the nations, you know, some of these uh, other nations, some of these other folks out here, none of them have known the way of wisdom. You know, anyone with earthly wisdom that, that operates in earthly wisdom hasn't known the ways of wisdom or remember her past. You know, there's no way you can you can operate in both. You know, for um, wisdom is according to her name. You know, Sirach 622 taught us that she is not manifest unto many. She's not manifest unto many. You know, so most people, they have the wisdom of the world. We don't want that wisdom. So this is why through Baruch 314 and 15 in here, it says, learn where is wisdom, you know, so that you know where to find it. Where's strength? Where's understanding? That thou mayest also know where is length of days, where is the light of the eyes, who have found out her place. You know, Sirach 126 says, if you desire wisdom, if you want wisdom, keep the commandments. And the Adonai should give her unto thee. For the fear of the Adonai is wisdom and instruction. You know, when you really fear Yah, then you're going to be afraid not to do what his word says. You're going to be afraid not to follow instructions. <clears throat> you know, that's what it means to have the fear of Yah. You know, you're going to be afraid to get out of line, like myself. I'm scared. I'm very scared. <clears throat> You know, I'm scared to get out of line. You know, I got smacked one time. I thought I wasn't gonna come back. You know, so I'm not trying to go there. I have a fear of Yahoo. You know, and if, if you don't have it, I suggest you get some. Yeah. You know, because that's the only way that you're gonna you're gonna get wisdom. Thank you. It's Rock 1920. The fear of the Adonai is all wisdom. And in all wisdom is the performance of the law. You cannot get around Yah's Torah. You cannot get around his law. You cannot get around his commandments. You know, and it says the fear of the Adonai is all wisdom. And in all wisdom is the performance of Torah and the knowledge of his omnipotency. You know, so Rock 637, let thy mind be upon the ordinances of the Adonai and meditate continually in his commandments. He shall establish thine heart and give thee wisdom at thine own desire. So no one should be, you know, uh, without wisdom. You're, you're without excuse. You know how to get her now. You know, Sirach 50, 29, for if he do them, he shall be strong to all things for the light of the Adonai lead of him who giveth wisdom to the godly. If you're not trying to be godly, then you're not going to get his wisdom. Hmm. Blessed be the name of the Adonai forever. Amen. 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 You know, so mankind was originally made in the likeness and image of Elohim. Hence, you can say mankind was created in the likeness and image of love and wisdom. When I contemplate these things, I can't help but picture love as our heavenly father with wisdom as our heavenly mother with the earth as her womb. Mm -hmm. And herein lies Yah's will, plan, and purpose for the earth. Even that the earth will bear children in the likeness and image of Elohim, even as a child 
is in the likeness and image of his parents and is one with them. This is what Yah wants. He wants to extend his family. This concept is portrayed in the stories of Adam and Eve, the story of Noah, Abraham and Sarah, Isaac and Rebecca, Jacob and Leah, uh, I mean, Isaac and Rebecca, Jacob and Leah and Rachel, and, and many other places, actually. You know, so, Selah. You know, that's all I have for today. Pray with the blessing. Yeah.